Thanks for coming and listening to the Everything Avatar podcast. We are your hosts, Dan Harris and... Aaron Pinkham. This is where we're going to be talking about basically everything related as an Avatar The Last Airbender. Not Avatar the movie. The premise for this podcast is we're going to look at each episode from two points of view. Me, a 40-something dad that has zero experience at all with anything Avatar or the Avatar world versus... An Avatar super fan who's been watching for 12 years. I have to say 12 now because it's now 12 years. <laughs> there we go. All right. Uh, episode 38, as we are doing it. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, the Guru. So yes. this one kind of starts us out. And you basically see... Well, it starts out actually with Zuko and his uncle. Mm-hmm. And Zuko actually for once... Seems like he's getting on board with his uncle. Yeah, he, he's happy. <laughs> yeah, and he's trying to be positive, and mm-hmm. his uncle's like kind of shocked by it. And yeah. At the same time, his uncle's kind of happy and excited about it too, so. Yeah, it's going to be the opening day for Iroh's tea shop. Jasmine Dragon. Yes. So, uh, yeah, um, things are looking up there. Mm-hmm. Not bad. And then kind of from there, just kind of quickly goes over and it shows Aang dropping uh, Sokka off to his dad's tribe. Yes. And kind of just saying their goodbyes and saying, "Okay, we'll see you in a week. And Mm -hmm. Sokka's like not says, you know, he's pretty nervous because he hasn't seen his dad in two years. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was just going to say he he goes and he he gets back with the tribe and Mm -hmm. they're all kind of welcoming of him and. Excited to see him, and he finally goes in and sees his dad, and his dad, you know, just as you would hope, at least, was excited to see him as well, and gets up, gets up and gives him a big hug, so. Yeah, yeah, that's, so he gets to reunite with his dad, her, and then this, this episode and the next one, there's a lot of, like, we're here for a minute, then we move to this, then we go to here, and, you know, so then we go straight to Azula as, dressed up as, and May and Tylee dressed up as the Kyoshi Warriors, and basically hears about the invasion. The Earth Kings talk about, oh yeah, we're going to invade the Fire Nation on the day of Black Sun. My um, Council of Five, they're working on a plan right now. And then, so, now she was like, oh, that's like, really interesting. You could like see kind of May and Taylee in the back, like give each other a look. And so now they know about the invasion. Yeah, they know basically the Earth Kingdom's plan and the Avatar's plan and Mm-hmm. Uh, it goes straight to that meeting then. Yes. Where Katara is with, uh, what do they call them? The, the, the Council what? of Five. Council of Five. I knew it was something the Five. Mm-hmm. And uh, they start talking about the plans. And Momo's messing up their, I guess, map. They yeah. Had. <laughs> they had like little like things to, like I guess, show like the Earth Kingdom versus the Fire Nation. And just Momo's in there knocking them all down. Yeah, and Katara kind of makes a joke and... She quickly realizes, you know, in a way it kind of shows her immaturity. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, they're all pretty serious uh, discussing, you know, a big battle and war. So they kind of give her the uh, scroll that they need to have signed by the Earth King. Yeah, to so like that they can, do sorry. the plans. Yeah, yeah so that's they can yes. carry out carry out the plan, battle plans. Mm-hmm. And uh, then it kind of goes right from there back to Aang and he, he arrives yes. at the uh, Air Temple. Yeah, the Eastern Air Temple. Eastern Air Temple. I think it's set up before, but it's pretty cool because we, at some part in the show, we get to actually go to each Air Temple. 
So now the only one you haven't been to is the Western Air Temple. But we'll eventually get there. Because we did Southern Air Temple in the third episode, the Southern Air Temple. And then and episode 17 of season one, that was the Northern Air Temple. And then we saw the Eastern Air Temple already when Appa went there in Appa's Lost Days. And now we are back at the Eastern Air Temple here. Yeah, and he meets up with the Guru. Uh, the Guru right away is pretty excited to have him there and gives him uh, so, a drink. Onion and, and banana juice. <laughs> onion and banana juice. And then there's uh, just a fun thing I wanted to touch on that Guru Patik says he was to Aang that he was like a friend of the Airbender. She was a friend of Monkeyazzo, and he personally knew Monkeyazzo. So then I thought I would insert this fun fact that um, Guru Patik is 150 years old. <laughs> Oh, wow. So, we don't technically know how he's living that long, but at the in this time, he's the oldest character we know of. Besides, like, we know Kyoshi lives for a very long time, but I've already talked about that. But, um, and this time period, he's the oldest character that we know of. And so... That's pretty interesting, I think. <laughs> cool. And, uh, yeah, onion and banana juice. I was just going to say, you know, banana juice, I can handle that. That'd be all right. Onion, though? Ugh. I like <laughs> I like onion, but, I just, yeah, I could understand that one. Um, <laughs> yeah, and he, like, spits it out all over it. So. Right. So, uh, then, uh, again, like you said, quickly. Uh, quickly, it goes from there. It goes back to... Uh, Oh, uh, Toph. Mm -hmm. And she, if, you know, from last episode, she'd been captured by the, I don't I know who the guys are. I don't remember their names, though. Master Yu, that's the earthbending teacher one. And then the earth, like, ring guy, that Jinfu, so. Yeah, so the, the two guys that her dad sent out to go capture and bring her back, they got her and they have her inside. Is it? Is it, they said it was lead or just metal. I don't know. It's a metal. Yeah, it's like a metal cage. Yeah, it's a metal cage. So she can't, you know, supposedly earthbend with it. Mm -hmm. And they're going along and she's like, hey, you know, you guys quit squabbling because they're kind of, you know, going back and forth. And she goes, I need to go to the bathroom. And the master is like, OK, we'll make it quick. And he's he's all ready to let her out when uh, the other guy's like, you're crazy. This is a trick, you know. Mm hmm. So they're like, there's no way she can earthbend metal. And then you yeah. see her, she kind of puts her hands to the metal like she's trying to size it up and see mm -hmm. if she actually can do anything with it. Now, well, I'll save it for when we get to that part. But okay, yeah, I got a question I... about that when we get to the, the part. You know what I'm talking about. So Yes, I do. Of course I do. <laughs> uh, and that's pretty much it at that point. It kind of just goes from there and then it goes back to May and Ty Lee and they're, they're uh, taking her makeup off. Yeah, they're there, I guess, in whatever little apartment house they're staying in. And Azula is basically, like, saying to them that for 100 years, the Fire Nation's been trying to take over the Earth Kingdom from the outside. But now they're on the inside, and they have this perfect opportunity to take over Ba Sing Se. And Azula's like, we're going to use the Dai Li, because whoever controls the Dai Li controls Ba Sing Se. And so she's... Not only there to probably get Aang, because we know she wants him, and now she's going to take over Bossing Say too. Yep. And then it goes back to Aang and the Guru, mm -hmm. 
And the guru's telling him, okay, you need to tell me everything you know about the chakras. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, what are the chakras? And he's like, <laughs> so he kind of realizes what's ahead of him at that point. Yeah, so he, he takes does the through. whole thing with like the creek and the spiraling energy around his body. Yeah, it kind of explains what chakras are to the body. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, at that point, I can't remember if they go right into it or what. Yeah, they do. They go right into it and open his, like, first one. And that was, like, dealing with survival and fear. And then we see Aang have, like, all these visions. Like, he sees the blue spirit. He sees, like, when he almost, like, the Earth Kingdom general guy, like, puts Katara in the ground. He sees himself in the Avatar state. He sees, like, the comet. He sees Fire Lord Ozai. He sees all these visions of things he's scared of and... You know, then he opens that one and we see yeah, that. Yeah, so there's, there's seven chakras. Yeah. That's, that's the first one. That's the earth. Yeah. And, yeah, so he's basically, you got to clear yourself of your fears. So that's, yeah, getting through the fears. Mm-hmm. Then uh, after that one. They did his next one. They did yeah. the water one. And, like, it was, he had to let go of his guilt. And so, like, he saw, like, himself, he was guilty for running away and having all the airbenders die. He could have been there, could have done something. We've already seen him throughout the show that he's felt guilty this whole time for that happening. And then he says, like, he feels guilty for hurting all those people in the Avatar state. And we see, like, him have a vision of the episode, the first episode of season two, the Avatar state, when he, like, hurt all those Earth Kingdom guys. In the Avatar state. And I'm sure he also probably thinks about um, at the Northern Water Tribe when he's in the big spirit thing. But we don't see a vision of that. But I'm guessing it means that too. But yeah. that's And so then we see him open that one. And then we go back to Sokka. Yeah. So he's with his dad. Uh, or actually he's with one of the tribesmen. Not his dad right away. And they're getting yeah. some mines ready because they're going to go well, on yeah. their ships. Well, actually, that tribesman, I don't know if you remember from season one, episode 15, Bato of the Water Tribe. That's Bato from that episode. Oh, no, I didn't realize that. I know I know they say his name like once in this episode. So I didn't know if you'd pick up on that because I mean, he was in that one episode. But past that, he hasn't been he's not really that important. So I didn't know if you'd remember notice that that was him. I thought he was actually sitting there talking with uh, the guy named uh, Hakoda. Yeah, that's Sokka's dad. They were doing the mines together. Oh, Bato's the other one that's filling the mines up with uh, the, like, ammunition stuff and says you're just Mm. like your father. Yeah. Got it. Got it. Okay. So, yeah, so they're they're getting ready to go out and do battle. Um, And at one point, his dad says, did you just say this part? What? What? When? When his dad? Oh no, his dad didn't say that. Yeah, yeah, he did. Uh, when his dad says, uh, you know, they found the ship, or the guy comes over, tells him we found the ships, and he says, uh, get the rest of these mines, you know, filled up and going, and then he says, the rest of you men prepare for battle. Yeah. And that's when Sokka's like, well, what do you want me to do? And he says, didn't I say the rest of the men prepare for battle? So that was kind of a sign that his dad kind of looks at him as an equal now. Yeah, which which is, I, I don't know, it's a cute moment, because we did see also going back to the bottom of the water tribe, but, so we see Sokka have a little flashback in that episode to when his dad was leaving, and, like, remember, like, Sokka was trying to go with him, he's like, no, you have to stay and protect the village and your sister, so it kind of shows that, 
his dad, you know, now believes that it's he's ready to go fight now. Yeah. Since so then. Uh, then we move on back to the, the Jasmine Dragon in the new mm-hmm. tea shop. And they're talking. Uh, Uncle Iroh and Zuko are talking about how things are funny, you know, and Uncle Iroh saying, you know, we've done all these things and look to where it's got us. And now I own my own tea shop. Mm-hmm. And Zuko's still being Mr. Super, super positive and is just yeah. like, you know, hey, congratulations. And, you know, you deserve this. And the Jasmine Dragon will be the best tea shop in the city and so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. And uh, Uncle I was telling him, well, I just think it stays special because you decided to share it with me. And that yeah. means more to me than anything else. And they give each other a hug. And it's just really odd to see Zuko <laughs> like this. And yeah, it almost has you suspect you know, sus- suspicious, I should say, of what's to come. Yes, it does. <laughs> I, uh, at the end of the next episode, I have a few questions on your thoughts on it. <laughs> okay. And uh, this takes us back then to Aang and mm-hmm. the Guru. And now they're going for the third chakra, which is the fire chakra. Mm-hmm. Um, and it talks about how it's in the stomach. And Aang says, my fire chakra would like something to eat. Other than onion and banana juice. Yeah. <laughs> and, and he's like, so this one was like blocked by shame. And we see like Aang was really ashamed of like when he burned Katara. And so he's saying like he's never going to firebend again. And then like Guru Patik's like, well, firebending is a part of you. You're going to have to do it sometime. And, and so then we see Aang open that one now. And then we cut back. We see, um. May and Ty Lee, they're talking like very loud, you know, kind of like a, they're doing a little fake conversation talking about how they want to capture the Avatar. Like they're sick of these disguises that they stole from the Kyoshi Warriors. And we see the Dai Li overhearing them. And this was kind of their plan. After the Dai Li leave, we see Azul come out and be like, oh, that's perfect. The plan's working perfect. So we see it. So without foreshadowing to season three since i haven't obviously watched it i was glad yeah. to see it see though that they say that they fought the Kaoshi warriors and stole their clothes mm-hmm. so they didn't necessarily say we killed <laughs> or i know they can't really say they killed them but hopefully it's a good sign that we'll at least see the the Kyoshi warriors again mm-hmm. so i was kind of happy about that i didn't realize at first that they were they were doing this fakely until you know uh, Zula, Zula comes out and says, you know, good job or whatever. So that was kind of a, a got me on that one. So, yeah, see, I wish I could say what my original thoughts are, but I only have like certain memories from watching the show, like for the first time, because it was so long ago. And so now I've seen it so many times that I just know like oh yeah they're they're talking fake when i watch this scene and you know they do talk in a little bit of like a different tone that's a little less normal i guess like yeah they're just i guess more like scripted kind of speaking sure but i I mean i feel like i could see that you could think that it was real a real conversation so this takes us back to Aang and the Guru again, and they're dealing with the fourth chakra, which is the heart. It deals with love and, and how it's blocked by grief. Mm-hmm. Again, a lot, there's a lot of grief in this one. <laughs> um, 
And yeah, so Aang kind of goes back to the grief that, you know, again, he felt by leaving everybody and they all pass away. Yeah. He's, he's like, well, he sees like that vision of like all the air nomads and he sees like Monkey Atso right in the front. And you can all throughout this, like Guru Patik is like talking to him like this is just what's in his brain as how I take it. Um, But like Guru Patik's talking like you have to learn to let go of them. Their love has not left you. It's reborn in new love. And then, like, we see Katara. Yep. And, and then, like, Aang's crying. He's It's funny because he, then he's like, can I have some onion and banana juice? Yeah. This, like, he's throwing it up on himself. He's complained he wants something besides it. But then he asks for it. <laughs> and then they move into the fish chakra, which is uh, the sound chakra. Mm-hmm. And that one was dealing with truth, and it says blocked by lies. And so Aang was like, we see it's like from when he told Sokka and Katara that he was not the Avatar and, you know, kind of lied to them. And, you know, kind of just, he kind of accepts once again, like, he has to take the responsibility. He is the Avatar. He might not want to be, but he is, and he's got to go save everybody. (laughs) Yep. And then that moves into the sixth chakra, which is the mm-hmm. light chakra. And that one they talk about with illusions and the illusion of separation. Mm-hmm. You feel like you're separated from people. Um, but that, you know, it's it's not actually being separated, separated. Yeah. And, it, and you like they talk about the four elements and the four nations, like how most people see everything as separate and the different people are separate, but they're all one people. Everyone's connected. And so, like, I always think this scene and then the scene from the swamp where Aang, like, touches the vine and um, Hugh, the swamp guy, is talking about how, like, everything in the swamp is connected and how everything in the world is connected. I feel like, you know, it's kind of like the same thing, but just in different parts. And so... Then also in that whole time, we cut to Toph, but we still hear Guru Pratik talking about how everything's connected and even the four elements are connected. And then he he actually says, like, even metal is so part of the earth. It's earth, part earth. It's just purified. And so then when at that moment we see Toph, she's once again feeling like the box and we see her like putting her hands on it and you can see the little particles of earth within the metal. And then we actually see her, she like, dents it at that point, and she metal bends. She created metal bending. So that's what I was going to ask you. So that's one of those sub sub bendings again. Yes, it is a sub bending. But at this point, nobody's ever been able to metal bend, and Toph invented it. That's pretty cool. Yeah, no, it's, it's pretty cool. And so this, this is definitely... I think this is funny because I almost said something about it a little bit ago when I was talking about the new comic book about Toph. In the title, it said metal bending, so I had to, like, stop myself from saying it because I was like, oh, yeah, you don't know that yet. Yeah, no, definitely. So, that yeah, that was pretty cool. Yeah, now, it makes total cool sense. One. I didn't think about that. When mm-hmm. that offer yeah, and so it, it's that's a really cool thing and that's like one of those things like there's still so many sub elements of people like maybe they should be able to do this and this and this and so it's there's there's definitely a lot of possibilities but metal's like 
I it's pretty cool. I it's that they have Toph and you know she's the first metal bender. And it's cool because, you know, she's blind so she can't see it. So she has you know, she feels everything. So yeah. she felt the earth in it and then created metal bending. Yeah, no, that was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, this takes us then to Katara, who's uh, standing outside the Jasmine Dragon. Yeah. And says, hey, I'm, why don't we go in and have a cup of tea? You know, yeah. she's talking to uh, Mimo. Momo. Momo, God. <laughs> Momo. And uh, just as she's ordering, you know, going up to the hostess to get a table, she hears Zuko inside, you know, telling, yelling out tea orders to his uncle. Mm-hmm. And she's like, you know what the heck and kind of freaks out and takes off. Yeah. And that was actually kind of a break in this, in the episode. You could tell it was a commercial mm-hmm. break. And yeah. when they could come back, uh, it's Aang and the guru and they're talking about the last chakra. Mm-hmm. And he's just kind of telling them, once you do this last chakra, you'll be able to go in and out of the avatar state at will. Um, you'll have complete control mm-hmm. and awareness of all your actions while yeah. in the avatar state. And Aang's like, all right, yeah, let's do this. Mm-hmm. And they're talking about how it's located in the crown of the head and it's the thought chakra and it deals with cosmic energy um, and that it's blocked by earthly attachments and that mm-hmm. you really have to meditate and just let everything go. People, the whole deal. Mm-hmm. And while Aang's doing this, he sees that Katara is now in trouble. Yes. And that she needs help. Um, basically because what we didn't see, well, First, it goes oh. through and it's kind of you can see like what's going on between him and her where they kissed and all that. And yes. he says, you know, I could never let her go because I love her. And, yeah. and the guru is telling him, no, you, you have to let her go. You have to not worry about it and just let it be a flow in the universe. Yeah. He's like, you know, how could I choose that over Katara? Yes. And also in that point, after he like says he loves her, we cut to Katara. She runs in. To like the Earth King's like I don't know throne room. That's that's what I was thinking of. Um, and sees the Kyoshi warriors there. Of course she thinks it's Suki. Those you know they're friends and stuff. And um, she like runs in to tell. And of course it's May Tylee and Azula. And she's like Prince Zuko and his uncle are here in the Fire Nation. And then like Azula's like oh. And then she, Katara notices that it's not Suki and the Kyoshi warriors. And then like they attack her. Pretty much, a Tylee Chi blocks her, so she's, like, helpless, you know, at that point. Yeah, she did her, like, little Vulcan death grip and got her nerve and knocked her out. Well, not knocked her out, but made her where she couldn't move. Yeah. And so, then, we cut from there. They Tylee just cheer blocked her. She can't move. We saw her, like, on the ground. And then we go back to Aang, Guru Pratik, and, and, like, Guru Pratik's, like, convinced Aang, like, all right, just try it. Like, Aang's like, all right, I'll try it. And so, I don't know. I think the scene before, it's, it's, I don't know. I always think it looks so cool with the pretty purple. And he's, like, walking on that little line thing to the giant version of himself. Like, I I def I own a shirt with that version of like the giant egg on it, and yeah, no, it it looks cool. And so like Ang kind of you know he's walking this little path I guess in his head to his giant self and to open it, and then he sees Katara like they kind of got her chained up somewhere we have no clue, and she's kind of trying to escape, and 
He's like, oh no, Katara's in trouble. And so he ends up like running. And like we see like running away from the giant version of himself and like running back on that path. We see that bass like falling and he just like falls. And we see like, I guess the avatar planet Vanilla. And he's like, and so then he kind of comes out of that little meditated state, I guess. And yep. um, he's like, I got to go. Katara's in trouble. And Gurupratik's like, no, by choosing your attachment, you've locked the chakra. You're not going to be able to open it. You're not going to be able to go into the avatar state at all. And Aang's like, no, I just, I just have to go. <laughs> yeah, he just, he just continues on. Yeah. And so then we go back to Toph. And we see, like, um, they hear, like, a big like, boom or something. We see that they go to the back of the box. There's a big hole in it. We see Toph got out. And she just, like, it, like closes them in and pushes them into, like, the box. And then metal bends it shut. And then she goes and stands on top of it and says, I'm the greatest earthbender in the world. Don't you two dunderheads ever forget it. And she jumps off of it. And then she kind of just, like, has, like, a... Like she jumps in like the ground, I don't know, it like goes down and then she makes like a hill and is like sliding across it, running away. Yeah, there, then, was, there was a lot there in that scene. Yeah. And then we see um, Sokka's about to go off to fight with his dad. Like they got everything ready and Sokka's like, I'm ready to prove myself to you and show you what a good warrior I am. And then Lakota's like, I've always believed in you, and I've always known you were a good warrior. That's why I had you stay behind to look at the tribe and your sister, and they're all happy and, you know, about to go off and fight, and... Aang flies uh, up on... Uh, yeah, up. yeah. And Sokka's Sokka just... Like, go ahead. This is not good. I have to go. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so then it flashes over to uh, Azula, who's mm-hmm. allowed herself to be taken prisoner i guess you can say yeah i guess um and of course this is fake as well but mm-hmm. she's taken down uh the Dai Li, take her down and take her into uh oh what's his name long fang long fang and she's like you know trying to play up that she's still a Ka- uh kaioshi warrior and long fang's like oh you're not a kaioshi warrior princess azula and all this and Mm-hmm. Um, she's like, "What do you want?" And he's like, "Oh, well, I want to make a deal." And so she's kind of just playing into his hand. Yeah, he's playing into hers really because she knew he would act this way. Mm-hmm. So they kind of supposedly make a deal. Yeah, and but she makes it seem like it's all him so that she can kind of win over the Dai Li. Yeah. Um, and just says, you know, you help me and I'll help you and blah blah blah, and and that's where they kind of leave it. Hmm. Uh, and so then it goes to Zuko and Iroh, who are closing up after their first day in the shop. Mm-hmm. And uh, some a gentleman comes and delivers a scroll to Uncle Iroh. He opens it up and he's just like, oh, we've been invited to uh, have tea or serve tea to the Earth King. Yeah. And, uh, you know, this is so awesome. and This is great news. And, and uh, you know, going on and on. And he's all super excited. And even Zuko's got a smile on his face and looks happy again. Yeah, <laughs> and that's where the episode ends. Yeah, the the very end, you just see uh, Azula being walked away by the Dai Li, and she just yeah. kind of looks up and gives a little smirk. 
Yeah, she's like, it's working out. Just Azula manipulating stuff again. <laughs> yeah, so like you said in the beginning, this one, very, very quick little short scenes back and forth, back and forth. I like these better just because it, it doesn't make it seem like it's being drawn out. You know, the episode kind of just moves and flows and goes a lot better, mm-hmm. I think. So. Yeah, this episode and the next episode, they're like the season two finale. Definitely two of my favorites. <laughs> I have so many favorites. It's like, it's. But I love this episode, and I love the next episode. They're very good episodes. Yeah, this one was pretty good. I like this one so far. So. Yeah, and, there, and there's a lot of interesting stuff. I know that my favorite moment from this episode is definitely Toph metal bending. Yeah, I just that, think it's great. that was pretty cool. That was pretty I cool. I mean, there's not really a lot of funny moments in this. There's just stuff with the onion and banana juice, which I'd say is pretty funny, but... Yeah. But it's not, like, the best, but that's... So I my I know my favorite moment is definitely tough metal bending. It's just so exciting. <laughs> yeah, I think I think for me, I mean that was pretty cool. But I think for me overall, just learning about the shockers. Mm-hmm. Um, no, it's very getting, interesting. Yeah, getting more information on that 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 kind of made made this uh, yeah more of a favorite episode as far as that goes. You because mm-hmm. you learn no. a lot more that you than than you have before. So yeah, no, it was very interesting, and I mean I think it's pretty cool and. I guess I've said it before, Aang is my favorite character in the show. And, you know, with all opening all those things, you see more of, like, him being sad or guilty or whatever about all this stuff that he's, you know, gone through. You know, I guess good character moments for him. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. All right. uh, Anything else we need to think about or know about with this episode? I would no, probably we're good. I mean, I guess a thing to I mean basically where we're left off, we're going into the season finale. And I yep. mean, I guess you can remember, but it's, I mean, they're gonna touch on it soon. But um, that Hakoda and the rest of the Water Tribe men are on Chameleon Bay. But besides that, there's. Not much that just doesn't lead into the next episode. Yep. All right. Well, that finished this episode of Everything Avatar. Please join us again next week as we discuss episode 39, which will be the final episode of season two. If you want to contact us, reach out to us, please do so. You can email us at everythingavatar113 at gmail.com. And you can give us an idea of what the 113 stands for. We'll give you a shout out on the podcast. Or you can also find me on Twitter at I'm Trying Dan. Or my other podcast called The PTR Show, where me and my friend Brian discuss recent TV shows and movies that we've watched and give our thoughts. Aaron, where can they find and reach out to you at? You can find me on my YouTube channel at Aaron Pickham or my Instagram at Airbird34. All right, and don't forget, we now have our own YouTube channel, Everything Avatar, as well, where you can go and listen to past episodes as we get them put out there. Uh, please share this podcast with your friends and family as we are found in almost every place where you listen to podcasts and give us that good rating. Till next time, I'm Dan Harris. And I'm Aaron Pinkham. And thanks again for listening to the Everything Avatar podcast. See you next time. See ya.